Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, welcome to Pitch Talk. We are fans of football dropping vlogs, videos and podcasts on the beautiful game. Check out our videos on YouTube and Instagram's IGTV. Including special feature segments, vlogs such as... 5 Minutes with a G. The Straight Shooting View. Coaching with JBK. Audio on Podbean, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Podomatic, Spotify and other podcast platforms. Join the Pitch Talk revolution on social media. Twitter, Instagram. We have a group and fan page on Facebook. The pitch is where we eat. The pitch is where we sleep. And the pitch is where we talk. Welcome to the Straight Shooting View. Hey, what's up, people? My name is Straight Shooting LJA, and welcome to another episode of the Straight Shooting View. Now, you know what, yeah, one thing that um, has kind of piqued my interest recently is in regards to Qatar 2022, the World Cup that's supposed to be taking place next December. But um, yeah, I won't go into details on that because we've done pitch talk shows. There is actually a pitch talk push point about it as well, which I'm going to refer to later. But yeah, Qatar 2022. Now, this World Cup is somewhat of an outlier, but at the same time, it kind of isn't. Because for the pure fact of corruption in football. So, once again, corruption is rearing its ugly head, but this time kind of indirectly. Because the because Norway and Germany have worn t-shirts recently in support during the first round of World Cup qualifiers for Qatar 2022, the European sections, they've worn t-shirts in support of migrant workers out in Qatar. Now, the reason why that's so controversial for those that don't know is because of something that actually originally was flagged up in 2016. More on that later. about abuse of migrant workers, but more on that later a sec. But for me, Norway and Germany being the first two countries to stand with migrant workers in 2021, remember 2021, March of 2021, it's a case of, to me, it's a hollow gesture. It's a hollow, empty gesture for the pure fact that it's all good doing it now, but you're about five years too late. Because, as I said, I was going to mention... As I said, I was going to mention it. Amnesty International, back in April of 2016. And the reason why I know that is because we actually discussed it on a Pitch Talk show. There is actually a Pitch Talk push point from April 9th, 2016, from our live show that night, where we discussed... Amnesty International's and Amnesty International's report on the abuse of migrant workers in regards to construction of the World Cup stadia and infrastructure out in Qatar for the World Cup. Because as oh, excuse me, because as we know, or at least as those of us who paid attention know, back in December of 2010, the 2018 and 2022 World Cups were both awarded at the same time. And again, I won't go into details on that because we did that 
on numerous pitch talk shows throughout the years from 2010 when we started onwards so we've kind of, we've kind of done that to death go back on youtube.com forward slash pitch talk to find those but suffice to say it was it was shrouded in controversy to say the very least that russia got 2018 even with their racism problems at that point which were very well publicized back as far as i mean from from years but also qatar got 2022 with no football and infrastructure to, to speak of at that time. I remember this was December 2010, so just over 10 years ago now, <clears throat> as I speak in March of 2021. And there was the question of how did this happen? There was also the threat of legal action because of collusion that FIFA said they didn't see coming. But anyway australia were looking to actually take legal action at one point as well um all because of qatar getting 2022 as a world cup award but leaving that aside the abuse of migrant workers is the main reason why i'm here now i said back in 2016 and it's on youtube.com forward slash pitch talk there is a pitch talk push point where we discuss the horrific abuse, the, the squalor that migrant workers are living in and working in, the deaths, the numerous deaths at that time. And to me, it was at that time that the World Cup should have been stripped from Qatar. Number one, it shouldn't have even gotten to that point in the first place. Shouldn't have been awarded to Qatar in the first place. As said, that they had no football and infrastructure to speak of. And also in the summer, because every for every World Cup bid, at that time, a 200-page dossier had to be drafted, approved, and submitted as part of your bid. England in t for the 2018 bid had the best technical bid but as I've said before because we're a hated nation we only got one vote and got eliminated at the first stage but Qatar somehow got through somehow and that somehow for me is corruption brown paper envelopes because remember at the time Sepp Blatter was in charge just remember that fact Sepp Blatter was in charge at this time and he talked about bringing football to new frontiers yeah so for me Sepp Blatter has blood on his hands when it comes to the Qatar 2022 World Cup award and the abuse of migrant workers to me but the fact but the fact of the matter is with the award of that of that World Cup it was one of them ones where everybody was wondering Okay, how are they going to do this? How are they going to build that sort of football and infrastructure that you need at the World Cup, for the World Cup? How are you going to do that? But then the question very quickly became, well, it's not just a case of how they're going to build the infrastructure, but in the summer, according to the dossier they submitted, in the summer, it's going to be like 50 degrees. And it's like... Dude, that's not just heat stroke temperatures. That's literally fatal. You can't be running around playing football in 50 degree heat. So it's one of them was so after the award had been made, this came out. <clears throat> this came out publicly, and some of us already knew it. 
But it's one of them ones where it's like, it came out publicly and everyone was like, oh, wait, hold on. No, 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 this can't be. But the award's already made. Set Blatter's already made his little backhand of money and so have probably half the FIFA executives. By the way, shout-outs to Set Blatter and Jerome Valker, who have just had bans increased. Another six years on top. Because, as I mentioned in a previous vlog about, um, what's it, European Super Leagues and FIFA's idle threats, <laughs> Blatter's, Blatter's ban was actually due to expire this year. October, to be exact. So it's one of them ones where it's like, you look at all of that... You look at all of that and you think to yourself, like, just why, how? I mean, the why and the how is pretty clear, as said, corruption in football. But it's one of them where I just, I, it's just utterly frustrating that people are only now just starting to see it. People are only now, with the tournament being a year and a half away, People only now, I said Germany and also, um, what's it, Norway and Germany being the first two sides to show solidarity with migrant workers. And it's like, yeah, it's fair play them doing that. But I said, for me, it's five years too late. It's five years too late. Because I said Amnesty International flagged this in 2016. So it's like... What we it's like what were these nations doing in 2016? Because Amnesty International, this was this is not some small time organization. That's a big organization when it comes to human rights. They are actually at the forefront of campaigning for human rights around the world. So Amnesty International are not a small organization, not by any stretch of the imagination. And that's it. This report was made public, which is how we got a hold of it and we dissected it on a pitch talk live show I said that pitch talk push point is up there and it's dated as well <laughs> so you can't fabricate that so for me it's one of them ones where I look at it as where were you back then where were you back in 2016 when these revelations of abuse of migrant workers in Qatar was coming out where were you because as if it wasn't bad enough that the World Cup had to be has to be switched to the winter. I think the final is going to be on like December 21st, which basically mucks up every single European league. Like those who have winter breaks and those who don't. Like there's got to be a lot of jiggery pokery in terms of moving around schedules. The Premier League still can't even agree to a proper winter break. Look at the one they had in 2019, 2020. <clears throat> and it was it the February one, and that was a cluster. That was an absolute cluster because you still had you still had FA Cup games going for some teams, so everybody didn't get a break. <laughs> I mean, they couldn't even do that right. So imagine them trying to do a winter break at one of the most lucrative times of the year for broadcasters because of the New Year Christmas rush of games that happens every year. So. It's one of them where it's, where it's like, there's still a lot of stuff that needs to be done. But for me, I'm looking at this, I'm looking at Germany, I'm looking at Norway and Germany saying, oh yeah, we stand, we stand with you. And some Norwegian clubs apparently have been saying, oh, there should be a World Cup boycott. And it's like, yeah, there should be a World Cup boycott. But this boycott should have been planned five, six, seven years ago not a year and a half before the tournament 
I mean, forget, for, just for a second, forget the COVID-19 coronavirus pandemic, just for a second. And I'm not trying to belittle it, but I'm saying forget that for a second and imagine the pandemic wasn't here. Imagine the, pa- imagine the pandemic hadn't taken fans out of stadiums, like basically totally around the world, let alone just Europe. Imagine that hadn't happened. It would be one of them ones that where it's like, would you, would they still be saying boycott? And would a boycott have still happened? Probably not. Because again, most people probably wouldn't have been paying attention. And the sad thing for me, as said, is that it's all five, six years too late, in my opinion. Because I said, Amnesty International flagged it up in 2016. <clears throat> I'm sure that report's still online somewhere. But some have said, oh, yeah, it's nice that, oh, yeah, it's cool that, um, that what's it, international teams are finally showing solidarity. But I said, for me, it's too little too late because this multi, multi-billion pound Euro, however you want to say it, machine that is the World Cup. I think the most watched sporting event on the planet for that month. It's one of them ones. You can't stop that now. It's too late to stop it. Sadly, it's too late to stop it. And also, again, bringing bringing the COVID-19 pandemic back into focus, it's one of them ones. A lot of people have been deprived of football for a year now. This, this, is, this is late March when I'm talking to you. This is late March now. Some places have been in faux lock, have been in basically what I like to call faux lockdowns for a year now. So it's one of them ones where it's like people are chomping at the bit to get any football they can. So in a year and a half's time, after being deprived, and remember, this isn't over yet. All these lockdowns and all that are not over yet. So it's one of them ones where if these go on for another six months, six, seven, eight months, we don't know what the landscape of the world's going to look like in 2022 either. We don't know whether there's going to be lockdowns again, whether there's going to carry on, but I digress. My point is that people are chomping at the bit to watch football. And as said, they've literally been deprived of it for a year. So it's one of them where it's like when it comes back, people are going to want, people are going to want as much as they can get. So a boycott of the World Cup. Remember, we live in a world, and just speaking of England, we actually live in a world where people will bitch and piss and moan about so-called talent shows like X Factor or whatever the hell else, Britain's Got Talent, and all that, being staged, being fixed. People will complain about that voting, but instead of voting for their remote and not watching it, they'll watch it the very next week. You know one of them ones where it's like, this is a shambles, this is a disgrace. Oh, oh, I won't be watching this ever again until next week. It's literally that. So when you've got that, you think people are going to boycott a World Cup? And I said, with the context of the COVID-19 pandemic, taking live football in the flesh football, being able to go to the stadiums away for a year, you think people are going to boycott the World Cup next year? Maybe... The Euros are supposed to be taking place this year and they've already been delayed by a year. You think people ain't going to be scrambling to try and get tickets for that? May after being deprived of, again, of, I said deprived of football for a year. So it's one of them was they didn't cancel the Euros, they postponed them. 
because as said there are multi multi billions of pounds euros whatever currency you want involved and tied up in this sponsorships have been sold advertising deals have been made and remember these are not made overnight because of the sums of money involved so if so for me to some people if you think that fifa cares about these about these abuses they don't because as said we went over amnesty international's report into abuse of migrant workers in 2016 on a pitch talk show so do you think world football's governing body didn't have access to that information before us come on and they didn't act on it so if people think that the world cup's going to get cancelled sorry you're barking up the wrong tree <laughs> you really are you're living in clown you're living in clown cuckoo land it's not going to happen because as said football is an unscru- as i've said before football is an extremely unscrupulous sport and, and you know certain teams if they if they're thinking oh wait oh wait hold on a minute Germany might boycott the tournament. Yeah, let's encourage them to, because that's one big team out of the way, leaving a clearer path for us to win. You think you think some of the bigger nations ain't thinking that? You think some of the mid-sized nations ain't thinking that? Let's get rid of the competition. Because I said football's unscrupulous as a sport. So as I said, those thinking that the World Cup's gonna get cancelled because of this, nah. If it was gonna happen, it would have happened already. If it was going to happen, it would have happened five years ago when the report first came out. Because I said, that report was public. It wasn't hidden. And I said, Amnesty International are not, are not a small organisation. So it's one of them where it's like, I said, some people saying, oh, well, better late than never. Or it's got to start somewhere. Well, your standards are really low. <laughs> it's like you it's like you're probably the same people saying that oh the government have done a brilliant job of protecting us um, here in England oh the conservative government oh they're doing the best they can dude we've got the highest death rate in Europe comfortably I think second in the world to America <laughs> really like yeah they've done they've done the best they've done the best they can yeah okay cool just like FIFA just like FIFA have done the best for football that they can yeah, all right. As I said, Jerome Valka and Sepp Blatter have just had another six years added onto their bands. Six years and eight months added to their bands. So, yeah. As I said, also as well, as I said on a previous vlog, Gianni Infantino has also been under investigation recently as well. So, yeah, corruption in football is still there. It just takes a slight, slightly different guise in terms of designation or name. So it is one of them ones, but the fact of the matter is, I said, it's all good Germany and Norway doing that. Sorry, Norway and Germany, let's put it in order. But it's all good them showing support now, but I said, it's too little too late because it's not going to do anything. And in the grand scheme of things, it's a token gesture. You saying, oh, we should boycott, we should boycott, we should do this, we should do that. Don't say we should do it, do it. If you're going to do it, do it. Because at the end of the day, these teams, remember, these teams still played in their World Cup qualifiers. They still played them. So it's one of them where it's like, you're saying to boycott this tournament. This, this is what's funny to me. So Norway and Germany are pretty much trying to say their underlying message is pretty much boycott this tournament. But... 
just in case no one does, we want to make sure we get off on the right foot in terms of qualifying for that same tournament. Yeah. And that is where the crux of the, and that is where the crux of the argument is. Because as said, you can have two teams boycotting and nobody else joining. You can have two fans boycotting it and eventually it's just a case of, well, you're cutting off your nose to spite your face because no one else is doing it with you. And sadly, as said, even without COVID-19, it's one of them was we wait four years for a World Cup. So it's one of them where people want their football back. And then, as I said, you factor in the COVID-19 pandemic, people want their football back. So, oh my God, it is crazy. As I said, I personally think it's a token gesture that is not going to do anything because nobody's going to boycott. No teams are going to boycott. And unfortunately, no fans are going to boycott either. Especially, as I said, in, bearing in mind the, con the overall worldwide context of the COVID-19 pandemic. But you know what? I want to know your views. Comment section is below. Let me know your views. Oh, YouTube.com forward slash pitch talk. Check out our videos, vlogs, including yours truly's The Straight Shoot in View, Coaching with JBK with Coach Jamie Bailey, and also Five Minutes with the G with Gavin the G-Man Henry as well. Also, our special feature segments are up on YouTube.com forward slash pitch talk as well. Remember, you can catch audio versions of our vlogs as well on Podomatic, Podbean, also on Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts and Spotify as well and as well Player FM. Grab our RSS feed and add us to Player FM or wherever you pick up your podcasts. Oh, my, my, my. Facebook.com forward slash Pitch Talk or at Pitch Talk on Twitter. Tweet with us, follow us, see what we are up to. Facebook.com forward slash Pitch Talk is where you can find our fan page and group. I think they're coming to get me because of my comments. Ah! <laughs> I think that's the black guy coming to get me. But here's one of the ones where, yeah, I have been straight shooting LJA. Remember, I said... Facebook.com forward slash pitch talk become a fan become a friend become a member of the group join the footballing revolution we are working so hard to create at pitch talk on Twitter tweet with us follow us see what we are up to as well as said you can catch us on audio as well I have been straight shooting LJA and until next time thanks for joining me on the straight shooting view take it easy Join the Pitch Talk Revolution on social media, dropping vlogs, videos, and podcasts on the beautiful game.